Well, everybody, this episode was not supposed to air today, but I felt it was really, really important to share it with you as soon as possible because I know that it has the ability to help other people. And in a world that can feel so heavy, you and I both need to know we are never alone. So let's talk about this high anxiety day I'm having today and some of the tools that we have to keep us moving. Let's get started. Hey there, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the Strength Yoga and Freedom Podcast, the podcast where we use the philosophy of yoga in a practical and everyday way, one small step at a time to become happier people. My name is Justin. I am so glad that you're here. If you are new, welcome. And if you are not new, welcome back. Uh, That word anxiety that's in the title of this episode, boy, a lot of people, that is such a word that a lot of people are drawn to. Whenever it's in the title of anything, those tend to be the podcast episodes or the YouTube videos or whatever it might be that that they tend to get tons of hits. And I believe that's the case because we all as humans suffer with anxiety on a day-to-day basis in one form or another. But I also know that most of us are seeking ways to work through anxiety and not to feel anxiety all the time. And I am having a huge anxiety day today. And we're gonna talk about that. And before we do, I wanna let you know that don't forget, we have these episodes of the of the podcast that come out on the podcast that you're listening to, if you're listening to it on a podcast platform. But on Tuesdays and Thursdays, they also go on the Strength, Yoga, and Freedom YouTube channel. If you don't listen to a podcast platform somewhere, you can watch them or listen to them on the YouTube channel as well. And on Wednesday, May 24th, I have a brand new yoga class that's gonna premiere on the YouTube channel. They are free, I love doing them for you, and I cannot wait uh, for you to see that one. It's gonna be an all levels class. It's gonna be called Flow and Go, a variation of that kind of title. So keep an eye out for that. You're gonna really enjoy it. And it's all levels. Again, all levels so anyone can do it. Uh, it's just an amazing way to open up your body a little bit on the physical side. So maybe try that out when it comes out, Wednesday, May 24th. So as I mentioned in the introduction of this episode, I'm, I'm having a really high anxiety today. And before we talk about this, I wanna just kinda let you know that this episode was not supposed to air today at all. It was I was actually slated to record another episode, which I record episodes about three weeks in advance, and so the one that I was gonna record today was going to come out three weeks from now. And part two of the What Is Your Purpose series, that was supposed to, to air today. And I decided to schedule this episode for today and a rewind episode for next Tuesday about why bad days are good for you. Why? Because yoga teaches us that everything is connected and we certainly cannot find any type of purpose in our lives and move forward without being uncomfortable at times. And so my intention is that with this episode today and the rewind episode that's gonna be airing next Tuesday about bad days, The intention is that the information and experience that I share with you will give you a deeper understanding of how while these days can feel really awful, there are actually still things that are being taught to us on these days through these bad days and keeping us moving forward in purpose, okay? So I wanted to get on here and I wanted to record this 
today because it's real. We're in real time here. And I want you to understand that even me and even those people who we see out there who are always looking at motivating others still have the anxiety, the same anxiety that everybody else goes through. And it's important to recognize that. And I want to be clear too. I'm not talking about kind of a medically diagnosed anxiety disorder where you're including a medical professional in your healing. That's if you're having really severe and chronic anxiety, and that can affect your life in a very profound way where you actually cannot perform day-to-day tasks. So I'm talking about kind of general anxiety because every human being is going to suffer general anxiety. That is how our brains are wired. That's how we as human beings are wired to survive. So when it escalates, the general anxiety escalates, then your mood changes. You feel like you don't want to do anything. You feel like you have, you're lethargic. You feel angry. That's how I'm feeling right now. It makes you feel so heavy. And it makes you feel like regular challenges can be, that are minor on a day-to-day basis, can be super overwhelming. But these last for a shorter period of time. So again, I'm not talking about longer term anxiety disorders. I always recommend speaking to your trusted medical professional for guidance when it comes to things like that. You know what you need to do in your own body and if you need to include professional help. With that being said, let's go into what's going on here with me. So I know that I have asked you this question before and many of you have heard me ask it. And maybe you haven't if you're new or you haven't heard me ask this, but the question is this, have you ever woken up in the morning feeling like something is really, really wrong or something is going to happen that is gonna trigger a trauma response in your body? Or you're in a foul mood where you literally cannot take any shit from anyone or you feel like you want the day to be over and it hasn't even begun yet, it hasn't even started, you just woke up. Well, that's a clear signal to me when I wake up like that, which is exactly how I woke up this morning. It's a clear signal to me that my anxiety is going to be high today and that I just don't, you know, quote, feel like myself. And as you will discover in the Why Bad Days Are Good episode that's going to come up next Tuesday, there are a lot of reasons why this can happen. But so be sure to listen to it. But I'm not going to talk about why this is happening specifically to me today. I just want to talk to you about how I feel in a real and honest way. And the first thing that I noticed when I woke up is that I recollected that I had tossed and turned a lot more than I usually do overnight. And I felt completely restless for about the second half, maybe three quarters of the night. And when I last remember waking up kind of before the alarm went off, It was 6.30 a.m. and my alarm goes off at 7.25 a.m. So I had about an hour left to sleep. And so I fell back to sleep and when the alarm went off at 7.25 a.m., it startled the shit out of me more than it normally does. And because I have now trained myself for about the last year or so to have a solid morning routine, the first thing I do when the alarm rings is to get right up as soon as it goes off. And I also recall that uh, when the alarm went off, I was actually not having a really good, not so good dream. I don't remember the dream, but I remember the dream being negative. And I was woken out of the dream and I felt waves of anger. So the reason I'm telling you about the dream and the waves of anger is because when the alarm went off and I woke up and I got out of bed, I was angry, angry. Normally, I'm not angry when the alarm goes off. Normally, I'm like, okay, this is an opportunity for me to get my butt out of bed, even though I don't want to ever. I never want to get up. I never, ever, ever, ever want to do it, but I don't wake up with that angry feeling. 
And so I actually felt angry that I was actually having to get up with that alarm. And as soon as I got up, your friends and mine, my little cats, Dylan and Cody, were out in the hallway crying because they want their morning feeding of canned food. And today their sweet little coos and meows did not sound like that. They sounded like annoying sirens. And I slammed around the house, going downstairs after the bath, after I went to the bathroom to make the coffee. And the cats became increasingly annoying. These innocent cats who were just doing what they normally do were so annoying to me. And so then I put the wet food down and here comes Dylan because he has the tendency to try to eat Cody's. I'll put the food down for him. And I'll, those of you that have cat, two cats or more, you know how this goes sometimes. You'll put the dishes, one dish down for everybody. And one cat likes to try to go and push their way into everybody else's. And that's what Dylan likes to do. And I'm training him not to do that. But this morning, I had no patience for it. And I kept pulling him away from Cody and pulling him away. And I'm like, Dylan, over here. Come on, Dylan, over here. And then finally I gave up because I was angry. And Dylan was just being his normal self. So me pulling him away in a normal fashion is normally what I do. But today there was a different air about me. There was this air that he was being more annoying. And why was he not getting what I'm trying to teach him? So then I started to feel a little cold because it's springtime in Ohio. And the weather swings 40 degrees in opposite directions during the day and during the night. And I didn't have the heat on last night because it was just gonna get hot in a few hours. So then I'm like, oh God, it's so freaking cold in here. So then that comes into my mindset. Then I start to think back about the food again and the cats and I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I gonna start doing? Am I gonna have to put them in separate rooms? Am I gonna have to get a new brand of food for them? A new, do I have to feed them at a different time? Okay, Cody's 18 years old. What if he's not eating and he doesn't have the wherewithal to, to, to you know, kind of nudge Dylan out of the way and he's getting old. Is he getting sick? Is he losing weight? You know, all those thoughts start in your head. Then the dishwasher needed emptied. And I had to, because I had the stuff from my coffee maker in there overnight, and I had to get all that out of the dishwasher to make coffee. Then I look and my yoga mat is on the floor of the living room because I was going to do a yin yoga practice last night, but instead I chose to eat junk food and watch television. So there was that big yoga mat just sitting there in the middle of the room in the way. And so I start my morning and I'm doing my normal things and my journaling and as I'm journaling, my pen runs out of ink, which makes me angry. Then the book I was reading, which I've been trying to read, ten, you know, I read 10 pages a day and I've been trying to read it at night sometimes and in the morning and I'm finding that the morning is better because in the morning my brain seems to be a little more fresh and I take in the information, you don't feel as tired. And there was this paragraph in there that I knew I needed to hear. I, you know how you read something and it resonates with you? And it was speaking to how I react with certain people in an area that I know needs more work. And so then I start beating myself up over it. Then I started to get dressed and, and head to my morning yoga class, which is at a studio I go to here locally. And I put a shirt on that I had ready to go and it was all wrinkled. And I'm like, look at, look at you, Justin, this shirt is all wrinkled. Then I grab my water bottle for yoga and it's half empty. Then I look for my shoes and where are my shoes? They're not there where they normally are because I had them put away since I vacuumed yesterday. And that feeling of foggy and heaviness, irritation, anger still with me as I turn my phone on 
to see that there was something in my main checking account that looked off that I didn't understand. And I had to go in there and figure that out. Then I looked at an email that I got that I needed to respond to that's not gonna be an easy response to respond to. And so that irritated me. And so I huffed my way to the car, which is, by the way, a huge allergy trap for me because there's pollen all over it. And as soon as I open the door, this like cloud of pollen is swirling around me, which I am highly allergic to. So I start to feel itchy and sneezy and gross. Then my yoga practice felt heavy. Then I felt like my balancing poses were off. And I felt like that we did way more uh, abdominal work than normal, even though it really wasn't. It was not more. It, I felt like it was. I was resisting it. And I felt, you know, I don't want to do these abdominal exercises. I want to stand up in poses. I want to do, you know, reverse warriors. And I want to humble a warrior. And I want to do this. And I want to do that. But instead, I got to sit here and do these yogi bicycles. And it was irritating me. And so then I started thinking in my practice about my schedule coming up in the next month and upcoming things and how am I going to juggle it? And whoo, I kept bringing myself back and I thought, okay, 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 enough is enough. Enough is enough. So do you see a pattern in how this morning has gone? My brain is magnifying everything in a negative light that is not serving me. And as I record this now, and as I'm talking to you, I still don't know why I feel so heavy, so irritated, so angry, so cloudy, so anxious, so depressed. And I still have more work to do today and other obligations in, my, in another job I have and other parts of my life that's actually giving me anxiety to think about that I have to do these things today because really all I wanna do is go back to bed and wake up again with a new slate. I want the day to be over and I want the morning to be here tomorrow and I want it to be you know, tomorrow already, but I still have, you know, three quarters of today left. And I have to tell you, I, I'm craving a clean slate because the one I'm working with, the slate I'm working with right now feels extremely used and abused. And I want a whole new slate to begin with. And so then the thoughts are going to spiral again. And the thoughts spiral into, okay, why when I get into these moods, no one asks me how I am. No one's checking up on me. You know, I just work every day and I do it with integrity and honor and I have nothing to show for it. While everyone else does, you know, gets to do these things their own way and they're complainers and procrastinators and they treat others like shit and they fly around and they have it easy. Why am I the one that's always held to these higher standards? Why do I hold myself to these higher standards? Why am I the go-to person? Why, does every, why am I always the person everybody counts on? I'm not going to be the one that's going to not go and do work because I don't feel good. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right? Is this you? Do you feel like this too? Have you ever had days like this? Yes. And I, I know I have before and I'm going to have them again. And maybe they're less frequent now that you might be making changes in your life when you get to be the one who creates the habits and, you, and uses the tools to help you stay consistent in busting through general anxiety that holds you back. Maybe that's what's happening. I know for me, these kinds of days are less frequent because I have routines and I have processes and procedures in place so that it helps me to stay grounded. And of course, living through the philosophy of yoga keeps me happy person. But on a, today, on a day like today, I'm not a happy person. And I've talked about this on previous episodes before. And so here's what I wanna say about this, and I wanna think about these things together. Number one, the fact that I woke up today and automatically am now able to recognize something is skewed is the first step. That's the first key. Because when you feel differently in the morning and you can recognize that you feel differently, 
That's our, you've already made a step, a, pro, a progress step. Number two, and when you realize that you're going to need to work with it because you know it's there, then you start to work with it instead of running from it. So I am not gonna turn to another stimulus to cope with this feeling of uneasiness. And this is brahmacharya in yoga. This is what we call brahmacharya, where we know we can survive without the need to feel those instant dopamine drips in our brain that give us the momentary pleasure to avoid these shitty emotions like alcohol or impulsive shopping or smoking or sex or gambling or throwing something. Like I mentioned with Dylan or Cody's food bowl, if I picked it up and tossed it into the sink like a goofball, maybe using a drug of some kind or yelling at people or degrading people or having another kind of a hissy fit. So I'm not gonna run from it and do those other things that are gonna help me feel better for a second, but they either hurt another person with my words or they don't help the fact that I'm dealing with these anxiety, this anxiety today. All it's doing is masking it. So I also think about number three, kind of going back to working with it, I've actually found and studied that there is a good trick to working with your anxiety instead of falling to those other things that don't serve you, those instant dopamine drip stuff. And that's to determine where you feel it in your body. So I always feel it in two places and I feel it like that right now. In my head, around my eyes, all around like sinuses, that kind of cavity. And I also feel it in my belly. It is such a feeling of frustration that the impulse out of those areas of my body, the head and the belly, can be so powerful that if I hadn't done the healing in my life that I've done to actually work from these places, instead of having them work into negative actions, I could be capable and used to be capable of falling into those self-destructive be behavior patterns that I just described before. The sex, the gambling, the shopping, drug use, yelling at people, whatever it is, okay? And so if you actually look at where you find yourself physically feeling it and working from it, you can then actually calm it down because you know you're, you can still function from it. It's not actually stopping you from physically functioning. You're working, you're using that anxiety to fuel where you're going for the rest of your day. Think about that, you use it as like a superpower to fulfill the obligations in your life but also to give yourself the mental grace until the anxiety passes. And then I understand too that perspective is really everything. So in all of these hassles and irritations that I just bitched and whined to you now about at the beginning that I've had all day so far, I actually think, okay, wait a minute, I am fed, I, I'm not hungry, I, I have a roof over my head, I have a car, I have warm clothes, there's money in the bank, there's people who love me. The things that you need to survive as a human are there. And there was a time where I actually had none of those things. And I survived still, knowing, I don't know, through some kind of faith that I had that everything was gonna be okay. And so I still need to tap into that faith. So now this doesn't mean that I take my perspective and I tell myself, you know, you have what you need. You have no busy being anxious. What's wrong with you? That's not it. It's taking the perspective by being grateful for what I have and embracing that this is my body that's working through something, working out something, it's healing. And it's not gonna be pleasant today. It's gonna be very unpleasant. It's gonna be irritating. It's gonna be annoying. People are gonna test my patience today. And I need to revert back to those two areas of my body, head and belly, where I can work from the anxiety outward. 
That's what I'm doing now as I record this episode. I'm working from those two places. I'm using that to deliver this message to you. So here are my takeaways that I wanna share with you while I'm in this frame of mind because it's very authentic because I'm right here. Number one, it sucks. It just sucks, plain and simple. This sucks. I feel like shit and it sucks, plain and simple. And I'm not gonna pretend it doesn't. So I just, I literally have no energy that feels positive or uplifting whatsoever. And that's okay because it sucks. Number two, the world itself around me is no different than it was yesterday. Dylan tries to eat Cody's food every day. There are annoying emails and annoying phone calls and annoying people or annoying situations or circumstances that you deal with every day. There are temperature shifts in Ohio that happen all the time. The fact is I'm the one who's different. I am experiencing something that needs to experience, be experienced right now so that it will allow me to work through it and go forward in growth. And finally, the anxiety is gonna pass. And I am not saying everything is gonna be okay. There's a difference between saying the anxiety will pass versus everything is gonna be okay and sunshine and rainbows and ponies and toes in the sand at the beach and a carefree attitude. That's different. I mean, those things do happen where you have sunshine and rainbows and you're on the beach and you're in a nice place and it's happy. But they're also not part of your life 24 hours a day, nor are they part of anyone's life, no matter what they tell you, because everybody's life still has complications in it, whether they're living on the beach or not. And so I like to think this will pass instead of everything's going to be okay. You know, it's almost like trying to cook a meal, but you have a quarter of the ingredients. And so you want to go to the store, but it's late and the stores are mainly closed or something else is going on. You can't get there, but you need to feed yourself or your family and you still have enough to eat but it's going to be irritating to to course to temp- temporarily course correct yourself and work with what you have because you know it will be over soon and then the next meal is coming like physical yoga you know like you're in a pose and it feels like you're going to faint or you can't stay in it for another moment because the fire is so lit up and your muscles are dying but then suddenly it's over and you move to the next pose and you have those residual feelings for a while but then they pass. The bottom line is this, we have the ability to work from the places of anxiety and irritation to complete necessary tasks on days like this, like having a morning routine, choosing your meals, working with integrity at your job. And for me, it's not only working at a job, but creating this episode for you, even though I would rather sit sit there and stare at the TV all day. I wanna use how I feel to possibly help You, if you're feeling like this sometimes, understand you're not alone and there are ways that you can help yourself work through these things like this. There's other things you can do like tucking yourself in at night and getting yourself ready for the morning like I did last night for some of those things like the clothes I had or having you know my morning routine ready, but a lot of it wasn't ready. I didn't empty the dishwasher. I didn't put my yoga mat away. Now, what if I had to do more of that stuff this morning or search for clothes to wear? That would have made me even more angry. It's those little routines that keep you feeling grounded because an example is I can feel when I lay down tonight that I still will probably have anxiety, but actually today will be a gift that I will not have wasted precious moments of my life stuck in my head and taking no action. And while today's action will be a little more minimal than normal days because of how I feel, it will still be something rather than nothing. 
And that's what keeps me going on days like this, where they're way more few and far between, but they're still there. And so I want to thank you for listening. Number That's number one. And number two, I also want you want to thank you for recognizing that you may have days like this. And number three, I want to invite you to take the shitty day that I'm having or the shitty attitude that I have today or the shitty anxiety that I feel in my body. And I hope that that fuels your fire to create the healthy routines and create the healthy life that's going to help you withstand some of this anxiety that you may feel on days like this. And so don't forget, the next episode that will be posted will be the episode about why bad days are good for you. That will be airing on Tuesday. And then next Thursday will be the second part of the purpose. What is your purpose? And all of this ties together as we learn in yoga. So I am going to sign off now and go about my day in the best way I know how. And I want to tell you something. If you're having a day like I am today, I am standing here with you. I am holding your hand and I can feel you holding mine. And we're in this together and tomorrow is going to be a new day and it will pass. It will pass. There will be other days like this. They will pass. And we have the tools to make ourselves happy because we deserve it. See you later, my friends. Okay, one last thing. The content in the Strength, Yoga, and Freedom podcast is not intended as a replacement or a substitution for the advice of any medical professional, like a physician, a psychologist, or a qualified therapist, or any other medical professional. It is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only.